sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. What a wonderful, wonderful morning we're having today. Look who's in the house. Adele Luttrell, Don Sanders, Dominique Hackett, Christine Marie, and of course our producer, Richard Dugan. How are all of you today? Let's all answer at once. And Yes, fantastic. Great. That's just a lot going on right here. That's it. It's a brand new Tuesday special just today. What kind of moon we got? Christine, what kind of moon? What kind of moon? Well, we have a waning moon. We had our full moon back on the um, July. Um, second third and so we've got a waning moon which means it's getting smaller and it's heading for the new moon um next week on july 17th we're gonna have our nice. new ah, so. okay i'm glad it's not called like a whining moon you know i'm over it the whining <laughs> waning waning over whining you know that's so many crazy things going on i, I don't you know i don't i totally disconnect anyway and i still hear the crazy the funny thing is, is being the queen of teen, I still reach out to my kids. And the things that I ask them, they just look at me perplexed, confused. I mean, they don't follow the stuff that is pounding us in the mainstream. And I always want to, you know, what I like about kids today is they're super honest and they're just very, very accepting. That's what I find. And I, I don't know, Adele, you work with the kids. Do you find that? So I think we're making bigger issues that are out there because we're parroting uh, sound bites and it just gets over. It goes again and again. So, you know, so I'm ignoring. So I'm just trying to take a spin on it. I'm very blessed having Dominique, having a transgendered son in the family. So, and he knows me and he knows I'm from back East and I've never lost my, you know, humor. And I try to explain to people, Hey, look, you know, this whole thing is how you identify and all this other kind of stuff. I, I look at that. If you take a white, just a blank canvas, I think it's important that in, we could posture ourselves and follow. Instead of making all this attention on the whole transgender thing, why don't we just look at it? I'm going to take it and I'm going to put it to myself, all right, and say, well, if I have an issue, start using my words. Start communicating. Start explaining to people how I feel. Something bothers me, recreate, readdress it, set up boundaries. And that's just how I'm taking this whole uh situation of what's going on today because if you would have said being a kid and thriving in my 20s and the 80s that this was going to exist i would have thought you were out of your mind i i mean and i believe in the whole thing <laughs> of ets and everything so my brain okay can go anywhere but this thing right now that we're battling is kind of crazy kind of nuts especially doing the sports and everything as much as i've done my whole life and I know it's going to come back to center. The needle moves back and forth, back and forth. Adele, what are you finding? Yeah, I mean, I think teens ha are at a very unique developmental stage. So they're focused on their own sort of needs. And so maybe they don't get so caught up like we do. But I do agree with you that they, the teens nowadays are more accepting, more open. They're able to talk more and communicate more. Uh, they're their ideas. And I think that's a positive thing. They're able to accept new information coming in. And I think that's great. And I think it's important for everybody to have a voice. So I agree with what you say, just everybody having their own voice and taking responsibility and being able to communicate that. Um, so if that's what comes out of this whole thing. Yeah. And that's, that's like kind of all day. Hoorah. 
Right. And that's kind of what therapy is about is finding your voice, becoming empowered, becoming resilient, you know, finding your way. It's part of what therapy uh, helps to encourage. Yeah, I, I, I don't like to be put ever in a box. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what's going to take place here. People are going to blow up the boxes. There's no more boxes. You know, you, can, mm-hmm. you can't you can't put a, something and put it in a category. Don't allow that because don't be don't don't imprison yourself and don't let anybody else do that. Don. Yeah. So I'm thinking these the kids today, you know, it's like Goethe's Goethe's poem until one is committed. You know, if you if you have an if you have an idea of something to do, dream of doing it, then be bold and do it. You know, I mean, like when I look at my own younger daughter who lives up there in Santa Barbara, she mm-hmm. wanted to certify as a yoga teacher and she saw it was the same price to do it in Santa Barbara or go to Peru. So she got a discount flight and went to Peru. I mean, I, I wish I'd done half the things that she's done now. But, yeah, I, but, uh, I'm I'm living vicariously through her example. You know, I'm, she's I'm, she's explored 25 different countries in her 24 years. I think that is so amazing about the youth of today. And I think part of it comes from the feeling that there's no time like the present because the future's not exactly like they've been raised in a world where there, a lot of the the conversation is doom and gloom or, you know, with, with a global warming and different things. And they're, they're just not willing, I think, to do as much of the holding off life. They want to experience life. I've been reading a lot about that actually mm-hmm. on the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that they're thinking about themselves. Yeah, and yeah, that- I'm glad they're thinking about themselves and not getting pounded by the things that are around them that, have nothing to do with them. So I don't want them to get off track. And I really preach this to all of our kids. Um, They have an opportunity here on Teen Sports Radio during the school year to get into broadcasting. We've anchored a lot of kids over the last 14 years. And I'm very proud of that, uh, that we've had that ability to do that. And these kids are the lighthouses and the voices for their generation. So I feel very uh, blessed to be able to do that. And uh, especially with what we're doing with the community uh, commercials as well for the last 14 years on AM now and FM. So, um, and Dr. D that's, that's thankfully, you know, you're on board with all of that. So we really appreciate your services and your time that you're doing and, and promoting the, uh, all businesses and nonprofits that support our teen athletes. So thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. That's very interesting too. Um, uh, how we we uh, uh, as adults, you know, and of course we're, we're talking about the teens and how they've they've adapted and adjusted and so forth. And many many of them, and I'm gratified to hear this, uh, they're getting off of their screens. They're staying away from social media and so forth. Mm-hmm. They're actually, uh, as the phrase goes, smelling the roses. There are many wow. of them that are doing that, and that's encouraging others as well. Uh, I have to say that I'm I'm doing the same thing, even though, uh, yes, I am back on Facebook, but it's specifically for my program, not for any <laughs> reasons of getting likes and doing this and following. I don't follow anybody and I don't put up likes. I just post uh, my uh, my uh, uh, programs, my podcasts and also uh, get information. And um, it's just interesting how how we shift and changes. As we get older, and the reason mm-hmm. I bring this up is because, and I'll keep this brief because uh, we'll need to go to a break shortly. Right. But 
um we all as especially as we get older i'm 63 now and i i have experienced in the last year or more um a rather large amount of grief uh, mm -hmm. over losses and i just found out the other day literally on the 4th of july um that my dearest and best friend from grade school high school college i knew him for 53 years i was so proud mm -hmm. to say that we went on trips together um we've always stayed in contact in touch and he passed away on may 1st of this year and mm -hmm. um I, I was coming down the hill on the 5th and i wanted to cry i really wanted to cry and every time i thought about him all i could do was laugh because of some of the things that we said to each other some of the things that we did that were absolutely hilarious that nobody else would get and you have friends like this we all do <laughs> where it's an inside joke and it was yeah. it was like okay. i'm sorry i'm yeah. so sorry for your loss. but it's but uh, thank you but at yeah. the same time i'm sitting here going okay um now like my father he's everywhere i can talk to him even more so now than before mm -hmm. and um i think that that i don't think that he would want me to cry because we had so much fun together and yeah. and so i think that uh, we're all transitioning in that regard so i don't like you said erica <laughs> i don't care about the other stuff it doesn't yeah. matter well I, we have a lot of kids i know two of right now their parents are ill and the thing is guys you know now this is the time where you bond together we yes. don't know how many days that you have together but it's like what we tried to show on the show making bread those little things together mm -hmm. those things that you're going to be able to take with you as time goes on so mm -hmm. okay what yeah. is it planning a garden christine I was going to say, it's just so wonderful, Richard, how you said, you know, all of those good moments are coming back to you uh, that you spent with your friend. And so it's like that more, more, I would say that's more support for really enjoying the present moment that we have right now in this mm -hmm. moment when we're yeah. with our family and our mm -hmm. friends and, and just enjoying that to the fullest. And then the next moment's going to come, right? And yeah. when we'll do what's next in the next. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, Car Carolyn Gibbons was going to be joining us today. And she had mentioned that she was on a field trip. And I told her, I said, capitalize these moments, put them in the freezer. You'll remember forever. And then she texted back. She goes, you know, I'm going to continue with the field trip with the kids. And she took, showed me pictures. And there, of course, she has gorgeous children because she's a beautiful woman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I was so emotional with that. So that's mm -hmm. just, that was the right decision. And Carolyn Gibbons, Gibbons Farm, we picked up our box last night at eight o'clock. The freezer was still open. Thank you so much. It's like three women looking at each other. Did you get the box? Oh, no, I thought you got the box. Did you say you were going to get the box? So we ended up getting the box. The harvest is bountiful. Okay, Christine is involved in it. I know, Don, you're getting uh, vegetables yeah. every week. Everybody's mm. getting their vegetables. And if you don't want to um, try to stay away, start learning how they gas the foods in the grocery stores and stuff. Start Try to stay away from it. Either plant your own. Go to the uh, support our local farmers market or join the CSA program. If you do one thing after listening to this show, try to check yeah. one of those boxes. Listen, we've got Richard Ellsworth and his friend Bryant from Chiropractic College up north right after these messages. So stay here.
Fentanyl death is not a high. Don't let fentanyl lie. A killer in disguise that will make you die. Fly away peacefully from the mountains to the sky. Justin Bruce Forrester, 2-22-22, age 22. He left us all without saying goodbye. You're And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Richard Sky Ellsworth and Bryant Allen. Um, and we are students at uh, Life West Chiropractic College. And we are both on break, which is exciting. And we have fun things planned um, that we're doing. And uh, as we're transitioning seasons here, we thought it would be fun to talk about a little bit of uh, how to take care of our bodies. Um, Brian, what, what, what can people do to, to help the transition from spring into summer? Hey, everybody. That's a great question, my friend. Happy summer equinox to you. Summer is one of my absolute favorite seasons. I'm from Washington State. I'm back here for two weeks. It is amazing but as you all know it does rain a lot here so when we get the sun we enjoy the sun uh, i love chinese medicine um so springtime represents the element of wood and summertime is the element of fire which is all about joy and so today i kind of want to talk about a couple of my favorite mushroom supplements very safe long term they're prebiotics taking care of our gut um one is reishi it's known as the mushroom of longevity and then cordyceps mushrooms so reishi governs wood uh, that ease from spring into summer but it also governs the heart and we entered cancer season a couple days ago i'm a cancer myself cancers are all about the heart nourishing the heart and emotions so reishi does everything it's probably the most powerful uh one of the most powerful medicinal mushrooms in all of Chinese medicine. I still get questions, medicinal functional mushrooms. Are they psychedelic? This mushroom particularly uh, is known for quote unquote, spiritual properties. It acts on GABA in the brain. It's a neuromodulator. It helps the adrenals. It nourishes the spleen, the gut. Oh my gosh. You are safe to use uh, long term, but it's all about what is in Chinese medicine, the concept of Shen, S-H-E-N, and it means heart. So Shen openness and Shen reception for just life, right? It's, it's that beautiful ease from spring to summer to really nourish our, our hearts. You want to use Rishi uh, through late fall it has a beautiful cooling effect on the body chinese medicine which i love is all about balancing heat and the properties and the elements of the earth which we're all so connected to right um and reishi kind of it has just an amazing cooling and balancing properties balance sometimes the heat that comes with summertime another one is my absolute as another favorite that's very heat it's very a fire uh, that I that Sky loves to use is called cordyceps. Sky, what yeah. do you get cordyceps in? What do you do? You get it as a as a supplement form or? Yeah, so I get mine as a supplement in capsules, and I actually empty mine into my coffee every morning. 
um, which is a kind of an interesting way to do that. But I like combining those earthy sort of umami flavors. Um, so for me, I don't know if it's if it's the properties of the mushroom itself or whether it's how I'm taking it with with the coffee. But I experience a lot of grounding energy from it. Um, uh, yeah. And- how about uh, lion's mane? I like to use lion's mane. Do either of you use lion's mane? Yes, those lion's mane, chaga, rishi, cordyceps are kind of the big four. Uh, honestly, use all of them all the time, which is a great suggestion. I got a little inspiration from a. F- I've used uh, several different mushroom companies. I can tell your viewers out there if you're interested. I kind of wish I had this stuff when I was dealing with some mental health stuff when I was a teenager. Um, just. I, I love that something came through me, a little bit of a beautiful spirit this morning, and it said, we don't seek peace, you become peace. And I think that's what I love about functional mushrooms. I have to tell you, my favorite company is from an amazing guy who has, he's 39, he's celebrating his birthday, he dropped a sale which I want to share with you guys. He sources the best mushroom extracts I've ever used. They're in powder form. It's four ounces rather than capsules, which are on Amazon or whatever can be quite expensive, maybe $20 or $30 every month or two months. If you use um, powders, which you can fit in coffees and all kinds of things, it's $40, but it will last you six to eight months. My favorite guy is HyperionHerbs.com, H-Y-P-E-R-I-O-N Herbs.com. If you use his promo code, he sells the best chaga, lion's mane, reishi, and cordyceps we've ever used. He has a code for 15% off right now on your whole order. It's June 26, capital J-U-N-E 26 for 15% off your order with HyperionHerbs.com. I'm on it right now. I'm on it. Awesome. Oh my gosh. The Chaga and Lion's Mane girls, they taste so good. Did you know that Chaga, not only as we talked about in our last episode, um, actually increases, we talked about sun protection. It increases the amount of melanin in the skin. So it is one of my safe secrets for sun protection. And it also helps you uh, you synthesize vitamin D. It is so cool. And what's so cool is they found in chaga, it has a um, constituent called vanillin, which is vanilla. It tastes like vanilla. So I put chaga and lion's mane in my coffee. It's delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the only thing you had me at that vanilla. Okay. <laughs> it sounds That's weird. Okay. You guys put mushrooms in our cinnamon. coffee, but you'll. I, I like cinnamon. I love vanilla. Oh. Oh. We just you'll never go cinnamon. back. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I do a tablespoon and a half of cacao powder, uh, a little, a teaspoon oh, of go. coconut yeah. butter, uh, yeah. half of a teaspoon of vanilla ghee and chaga and lion's mane in my coffee. You can also add cordyceps like Sky does, and then a little bit of Himalayan pink salt or sea salt to make everything pop. And you guys will have the best morning ever. (laughs) My secret recipe. The the adding of a little bit of the pink Himalayan salt, I never thought about that because sometimes when I drink coffee, I do feel it dehydrating. And so that secret of a little bit, tiny little bit of Himalayan salt is really wonderful. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Some people stop drinking coffee for the bitterness um, and sometimes the acidity that it hurts their stomach and salt. Good sea salt helps balance the adrenal glands and just takes it all home, makes all those flavors pop. We are so thankful. And I know you're going to be out for a couple of weeks, but maybe we could catch you again 
Bryant next week. Um, he's going to get a lot of great feedback. Uh, Richard, what's a good contact information for you guys? Um, so for, for me, um, R. Ellsworth at college.lifewest.edu. Um, Ellsworth with two L's is great. And Brian, what's your email? Yeah, let's do my, my college one as well. It is ballen at college.lifewest.edu. I would, I'm happy to answer. We are happy to answer any questions you have. We'd love to help. All right, you guys. <laughs> Thank have you a so great much. Day. Have a great day. Enjoy. Smile. We'll see you next week. You too. All you cowboys get your ride on. Now ride on. All you cowboys get your ride on. Mark your calendars for the Groove in the Grove Classic Car Vintage Travel Trailer and Antique Motorcycle Show on July 22nd. Travel trailers and tri-tip sandwiches are back. The show is presented by the Elks Lodge and promoted by Fuel Depot with all proceeds going to our local veterans. The show is free to the public and it all gets started at 9 a.m. July 22nd at 150 North Kellogg Avenue in Goleta. If you have a vehicle you'd like to enter, go to groovinginthegrove.org. I'll see you there. And thank you, KZSB and Teen Sports Radio. Come on and work it for me and let your body move. We are here together and we're in the groove. We gon' party tonight. We gon' dance around where all my step was at. I know how to get down. Come on, step it to your right. To your right. Now step it to your left. To your left. Now right now. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Well, hello, everybody. This is Adele from Torrance, California. And I just wanted to say happy July. And I had the um, pleasure of watching a really good movie on July 3rd uh, called Sound of Freedom. And it's a movie about human trafficking and a hero that went and did something about it. And it's absolutely powerful and mind-blowing. And I hope that you can all go out and see it. I think it's going to be out in the theaters for a couple of months. But it's a story of a hero who learns about this dark side of human trafficking, which is a $1.5 billion industry. Two million children are abducted every year. And he uh, went undercover and rescued uh, a, a sister and a brother. And anyway, it's his story. His name is Tim Ballard. And he started an uh, organization called Operation Underground Railroad that works to, um, you know, to combat this problem. But the reason I'm sharing it is not so much the topic, but just for us to be aware of the shadow parts of our uh, society. And there's a lot of sh- what I call shadow parts, the dark side of human nature. And, you know, we've talked a lot about mental health and how now we're talking more about it. So we're able to deal with it, bring it out into the open. We've talked about the drug crisis. Uh, we've specifically fentanyl, how that's such a dark topic, but bringing it out into the open sheds light. And it's just so important to not shy away from these uh dark sides of human nature and to be made aware of them, not to be afraid, not to be scared. But I think young people um, need to be empowered and they need to be safe. So that's why I think it's important to really embrace these stories and learn all we can about what's going on out there, not to be afraid, not to 
think, oh, the world's terrible because it's not a terrible world. But there are some things going on that we need to be aware of. And I just want to encourage all of the teens out there to be safe. Girls, do not go out late at night alone. Go in groups, even with the buddy. You know, steer clear of bad neighborhoods. I mean, you are not as vulnerable to human trafficking as younger children, but you're still vulnerable. You know, and with regarding drugs, you know, don't buy them over the Internet. Don't take anything at a party that you don't know where it came from. Um, just being aware creates safety and empowerment. And I just want to encourage our teens out there to do all they can to learn about the world, not be afraid of the world, but to make good choices and be safe and look to learn how to be safe. And so that was kind of my takeaway on this very, very powerful film. And I hope as many people out there can can see it because you'll be inspired. There was not a peep in the audience. It was an hour and a half. I heard nothing. <laughs> it was riveting. So anyway, that's that's what I want to talk about. And just curious about you folks out there and how you what you know, what ideas do you have for people to become safer and more aware Anybody else have any thoughts about the topic? Christine. Well, I think, um, you know, as you as you were, uh, that it is, that's a, it's, it's a heavy topic and it's, and it's a dark topic and it is something where we do need to keep our wits about us and feel, and, you know, give, um, keep ourselves safe and be, become aware. It's about cultivating awareness of our surroundings and where we are. Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, the, the, our, our youth, all of us, you know, I, I think, what do I want to say? I've been, I, I have not been in, in situations, or maybe I have put myself in situations, but I have been protected in a certain way. And I don't know, I feel, you know, very fortunate for myself even as a young person, but I'm also a very tall, big girl. And so I, I have a big presence. And, and so I'm not one of these people that falls under a radar or that, that has ever sort of cowered in a way. And I think I was just talking to a friend of mine who's um, actually a gal I work with and she's just 22 and she's a tiny little girl. And she says, you know, I don't necessarily, I always become aware, you know, that I don't necessarily feel safe in certain situations. And so she doesn't put herself in those situations and she makes sure that she's out with friends or that she's, you know, um, that, 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 when she, that, that she's, you know, feeling safe. And I, I was just talking to her about, well, what do you do? How do you make yourself more visible? Um, and I've had friends in my youth who would do that where they would, if they were smaller, they did, they felt vulnerable and they would make their presence known they would walk stronger walk taller be present look at people in the eyes you know different things like that that's really important i mean it's important anyways right how you walk how we walk through the world and to learn that as a young person i think is really important how do you walk through the world how do you see yourself do you see other people do you look at other people right i think it's really important especially to look up from our devices right see the world around us i think it's a good that's a good idea transparency that's it the name of the game and and yeah. having a good communication flow with family and friends uh let everybody know what's going on there's no secrets so if you do anything you shouldn't be doing at least tell a certain group of people what you're doing so you have safety you have a safe word let people know where you're going, when you're going, yeah. if you're meeting people you don't know, if you, right. it does, and it, there is, there is stuff that happens in Santa Barbara, do you know what I mean? And don't go with people you don't know, you know, mm -hmm. like, it's, I have heard stories of, you know, people going on to sailboats or something. It's like, no, 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 with your parents, <laughs> maybe, but not with people you don't know, you know, so. There's lots that go on in Santa Barbara. Yeah, yeah. Okay? yeah. There's nothing that's public. Okay, right, so I right. tell people, just be super, super careful, and you can tell things are going on at Santa Barbara, drive down State Street. It doesn't make any sense. 
So it's like, you know, come on, guys, you just have to be understand and then form your own little groups. I mean, that's what we've yeah. done here since, since the beginning. Yeah. Like, have our own little pod. Done. Yeah, and I'll I'll tell you like in terms of taking substances, like I don't recommend any substances really, but one of the um you know the the ADP the head of AA, the ADP um alcohol drug program here, Bewell, mm-hmm. had said at one point in the past, the only safe things are something you would get from a dispensary or a close bottle you know alcohol if you were going to drink that you would get from from um uh, uh that you buy from the store that is sealed. Right. Everything else is, is suspect. Everything else is suspect, even a drink in a bar, because you don't know what's happened between it got between the time I got to poured and got to you. So, you know, and, and you know, younger kids. Yeah, yeah no, it's <laughs> I don't know. It, it's such a different world out there now than it was mm-hmm. when I was a kid. You know, things don't feel feel much less safe, which is interesting. Yeah, John, yeah it's true. Yeah, our you know, our kids, I think they've done a great job of navigating our small town. Our small town is relatively, you know, quiet and safe compared to some places, but there's still plenty of elements around here that could endanger you if you're not keeping your eyes open. And they've they've been exceptionally tight with, you know, a group of friends, both of them. And that I think they may continue that friendship with those people throughout life. We'll see. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very proud of the way they navigated things and um not uh been caught unawares and gotten themselves into you know deep holes and things like that i i uh, i couldn't ask for you know the way now they're in their 20s but the way they handled their childhood up here i think it was very 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 uh uh it, it is kind of a new way you know i think i think they have to depend yeah. on themselves more and more now because a lot of structures societal structures aren't what they used to be yeah well, these new kids are being born today, boy, they're going to need strength and it's going to be our kids, mm-hmm. our teens today that are going to have to start and uh, put a line in the sand and be the teachers for the babies that are being born and, and coming in, the souls that are being coming in today. So hopefully, um, and, and, you know, you look at California, California, we just had, fa- we just had relatives and family visit from back East Pennsylvania and then Connecticut. I mean, they have different. It's not the same. I'm mean, Santa Barbara, California. This as a whole, it's, it's different. I mean, they have issues, but it's not the same issues. It's kind of funny when you talk to people from Pennsylvania, got friends in Florida. It's so you don't want to make it like the things that we're dealing with here in Santa Barbara is actually a, a, a nationwide thing. Although I will say fentanyl is a nationwide thing. Child oh, yeah. trafficking. Yes, we yeah. have a lot of yeah. things that kids need yeah. to be aware of. And I think that the two things of being safe and using your words, and not taking things so seriously and then try and find happy every single day. So if something is yeah. bothering you, figure drill down and figure out what really is bothering you and then take it from there because you shouldn't be triggered by things around you. That means you need to do some work. And that's what I tell all my friends. It's like, really, why are you yeah. getting so upset about this? You need to do some work, Christine. Mm-hmm. We got to go, but go ahead with you. Well, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say that um, uh, the li- the literal definition of apocalypse is the lifting of the veil. It's looking at things that we haven't been looking at in the past. And there's a lot of things that are happening in the world that look dark, that look scary, that we're seeing stuff that we haven't seen before, but it may have already existed. And in my opinion, it's we're seeing it because it's changing, because the, the light is being shown on the darkness and we are seeing it and we are saying, no, we don't like this. And, 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 and old structures are falling. But if you look further, so you can see underneath those old structures, the, the sprouts, the roots and the sprouts of the new structures come 
coming up that are that are more positive and more human centered and more related. You know, we're moving into the Aquarian age if we want to talk about astrology, and that's an, an age of actual, you know, about humanity. And so um, I know that things can look dark and scary, but there, there's always opportunity for faith and hope that things are working out. You know, despite all appearances to the contrary, life is getting better. Nice. Absolutely. Well, this is a good setup for you, Don Sanders. Stay here. Hugo, right after these messages. I hear a song that takes me back, and I let go with so much freedom. I'm gonna get to my freedom. When I move my body just like this. Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. I am Don Sanders for Teen Sports Radio, and I wanted to present you with a huga. A huga is a, is a Scandinavian term, which <clears throat> is talking about a state of mind that's kind of comfy and cozy, almost like you're receiving a hug, only not necessarily receiving a physical hug. And so I'm in a great place to even, I'm in the middle of one of those right now because I'm, I'm, uh, doing the show here in my garden but uh the uh i'm thinking there was a 13th century buddhist reformer named nichiren who said the most important thing is to continually strengthen our wish to benefit others and so i have that thought and i just think like you know there's so many things where we don't know exactly sometimes why we're trying out something new or which way we want to go but if you if you head towards you know not looking outside yourself for all the answers for, you know, beginning to learn to, to trust, uh, what you're interested in, where your nose takes you. And, you know, as we were just saying in the last segment, pick friends and pick, pick mentors that, you know, encourage you to use your common sense and to not be tricked into things that seem bright and shiny when they're not. And, and I think that, you know, more and more, for some reason, when I was thinking of that thought this morning, I was shifting to the examples of like um, from from basketball for our sports audience, you know, the teens here that are into sports of uh, LeBron James and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, they couldn't have they, they couldn't have been more dedicated to where their nose took them to the basketball courts originally. Right. But then they, they couldn't have they couldn't have built that into a more amazing platform than they did to both be socially conscious and wanting to help others and and just the way they both played they made their teammates look better and that's why they were so successful and they've done the same thing off the court and i don't think you could ask for much better examples of of men than like those two guys developed into um i'm very proud of what they've both done i mean you know uh like my myself LeBron didn't grow up with a father around he had to find uh, a strong group of friends, which he did. He played youth basketball with them, and they're still together now. They've done a documentary on that, and there's a new movie coming out about that, which I think is from his production company. So, I mean, you know, you're, you're going to find lots and lots of opportunities, uh, temptations, and things that could uh, take you off your path. But I think the most important thing is to keep doing something that feels you know you're gonna you're gonna experience doubt uncertainty that just comes with the territory being a human being doubt uncertainty fear but we're 
trying to cultivate a cheerful, resilient, and compassionate kind of life where we can set the table, as these two guys have done, my examples, I mean, of Kareem and LeBron, uh, of being able to strengthen our base and our wish to benefit others. I mean, LeBron's, LeBron started a school back in Cleveland that helps at-risk children. Uh, oh. Kareem has a camp in the woods called Camp Skyhook, where kids who have never been able to go out in nature get to, you know, be able to go out of the city and go up and experience nature. I mean, look at these examples when you're feeling down about, you know, what's leading in the news today. Because as they say, the news is always about, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. So, yeah, look around for those hopeful examples. And I suggest being a reader. You know, um, you can find you can find a lot of communion with great minds there on the pages. And and I would say get the actual books. Don't just do it on your phone. <laughs> Love it. Adele. That's so inspiring, Don. It's it's really about focusing on yourself and taking personal responsibility for creating a life that's happy and not looking ex- externally for things. You know, right. not looking for handouts, but really taking it upon yourself to follow your heart, do the hard work. And it's not easy. It's not always easy. But I think those examples you gave of those athletes, you know, they they had a vision and they did the work. And I'm sure they had a lot of stuff yeah. on the way, but it's um, it was that's inspiring. And Yeah. How do you how do you spend how do you spend your time and how do you choose? what you do with your time here, you know, are you passing the time to be entertained? Are you uh, accepting challenges that are going to help you grow and develop as a person? Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's your life you're living. So make it a good one. Make it the best you can. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, the, <clears throat> the thought that comes to me is that all of life is happening for me instead of to me. Mm-hmm. And so if we can cultivate that and really think about that, even from a very young age, that all of these things are happening for us, even if they're difficult, what is it? What is life helping me cultivate in myself? Right. And especially if it's very difficult. It's and, and also that the, the wound is the doorway to the gift. So those things that are very difficult situations for us, there's a gift in there somewhere. And sometimes it takes us a long time to find that, but sometimes you can find it right in the moment. Oh my gosh. That's like looking for the silver lining, finding the positive. It changes your world. It changes our world to look from that perspective to see, well, what is happening here besides me just having a hard time? What else could be the possibility of the reason this is happening? Um, Mm -hmm. It makes a difference. Even if it's in our own psyche and it helps us feel a little better in our lives, that's a huge difference. We're changing a vibration. We're shifting. We're shifting the world. I want our kids, though, not to be ashamed of the feelings that they're feeling if something goes off i mean and i had yeah. to learn that it's i'm not saying don't shift and i love the way you explain that christine brilliant but it's also right. you want to be able to emote take get rid of that emotion because we don't want to block it something happened your feelings mm-hmm. were hurt boundaries were crossed because it's the it's that evolution of coming out and then it's like a two-part thing right emote and then readjust breathe right. and then reflect something you know like how, how right. would you put it in the right wording well you you wouldn't just get rid of the emotion you have to feel it to heal it you go all That's the way it. through it sometimes the only way out feel is all the way through it, I love and that. there's a well there's this whole beautiful process of i've worked with infants for years and years and you watch how they move through their anger their upsetness but they're so angry when they're angry and it's like Aah! 
and then they might fall asleep screaming and then but then when they wake up they're like oh hi the world it's like a whole (laughs) new world everything's beautiful so you allow the process which is why whenever i would have crying babies i wouldn't be like don't cry i would hold them and i'd say yeah i hear you (laughs) it's hard i know you know but i wouldn't try to get them to stop crying because they're feeling you know wow that feel feel that feel you know and when we when we allow that there's a beautiful natural process that goes through for us how do we support ourselves that's the point how do we support ourselves while we're in that process young people you know we 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 understand as we get eight as we get older we kind of we get go through a lot of that enough to realize um, okay, nature helps me. When I'm feeling really upset, I go to the beach mm-hmm. and I walk barefoot and I start to feel better, right? Yeah. How do I how do I keep myself, uh, honor my feelings, allow myself to move through them, and then also help myself, support myself, or find friends or community or connection or, you know, the, my grandma. It doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Who helps me, you know, when I need that help? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say earlier that that work you're talking about that you have to do for yourself to learn what's valuable and what encourages you when you do that as a youth and you fix that in your life, it's like, all I have to do is hear certain songs now. And I can, I'm teleported right back to a hygge moment in the sixties that I had because I didn't, my mom strongly encouraged me not to experiment with drugs and not to do that kind of thing. And to be a party person necessarily. But, you know, I can enjoy social life without getting drunk and high. And so now when I hear a song from the 60s, I'm I'm teleported right back to that place where, you know, I was in confusion. I was in doubt, but I got through because I stuck to those principles that I Mm -hmm. developed or those habits I developed for myself. And you can relive those moments every time, you know, every time you hear something like that, that reminds you you're right back there. Yeah. Same thing with Christine. One more. Like if you had to have that with kids get really pissed off excuse mm-hmm. my french same thing i mean you have the one emotion be crying let that out find somebody create a safe space for yourself whether it be a friend or or go go find a place where you can do that but if you're angry same thing try to flip it in a way don't we're not saying not to be angry but maybe go on a run or like you say get your get, get your feet in, in the sand at the beach. What else? Christine? Or ex- express it. I had a friend who used to go down to a, a train yard and he would scream as the trains would go by and just because it was so loud and he could just yell all of his anger into it, right? And there are some grieving ceremonies where you yell into the fire and the fire burns it up where you allow yourself to process all the way through that because oftentimes anger is the protection for a more tender feeling inside. I'm sure Adele knows more about that, right? Um, that oh. anger, it's like it's we're, we're protecting ourselves, and w- once we get through the anger, we can get to that tender, more vulnerable feeling inside the sadness or the or something else, you know, that's in there. So, um, yeah, yeah, and I remember anger has the energy to do that. Yeah, you know, it's, it it's cleans. Like, there's a yeah, it's pure, it's purifying. You know, if it's channeled the right way, rather than just yeah. keeping it inside and then depressed, being depressed and internalizing, and that creates a whole host of other problems. So anger is a great, yeah. it's a great thing. Right. Energy, Isn't anger, energy. Because anger turned in way inward and suppressed does actually become depression. 
right? Right. But anger utilized in a healthy, in a healthy manner, not meaning to attack somebody or to hurt somebody, but to express it. Sometimes it's just like, Oh, I'm so angry. You know, I'm jumping up and down. It's doing something with that energy or cleaning something out. You know, I used to clean my kitchen floor to, um, uh, Janice Joplin's take a little piece of my heart. Right. And that's like, break it, you know, and it was great. It felt great. Yeah, or like we're saying, continually continually strengthen our wish to benefit others. I think what you brought in there, Christine, about allowing someone to cry, a a young person to cry, that's that's great mother's energy right there. I think it comes more naturally to to women than to men, and especially a lot of us as men, we were suppressed in like we were suppressed Mm -hmm. pretty actively when we when we wanted to express grief or cry, we were actively suppressed. So there needs to be more of that healing. Mother energy is going like, no, it's okay to express that. It's okay to express that. Just don't harm yourself or anybody else, but you can express that. We have a, I'll just say I have a women's circle. And in my women's circle last night, we sat as a woman went through her process and it was so beautiful. So this is really alive for me right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. And teens, you can create your own circles. Not a big circle person. Anybody knows that? I I personally don't like the circle. Okay. But I I know the circle is good. Okay. (laughs) Circle is a good thing. Those mm-hmm. roundabouts, you know, people do these roundabouts, they create <laughs> all these things. I get very confused. I keep, I went around three times because I didn't know how to, I was afraid to jump out there, you know? <laughs> I'm from like Saturn. <laughs> I stay in the circle. That's what I kept it saying. It can be myself. scary. Another one in Montecito, run around and around. I got uh-huh. jump off. I got scared. I don't know what to do. So listen, uh, we've got Christine yeah. Marie. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Okay, this is Christine Marie with The View from the Deck, and I thought I would um, just pick a card. So somebody tell me when to stop. Erica, tell me when to stop. Uh, la, 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 stop. <laughs> okay, <laughs> top, bottom, or middle? Top, baby. <laughs> oh, the top. Okay, well, this is the Seven of Coins, which is about hard work and reaping and, and, and um, harvest and reaping the benefits of our hard work. And I think what we've been talking about today, I mean, we, we talked about some actually some difficult subjects. <laughs> and yeah. we also talked about how we see that that hard, like that we can reap the benefits of our work. We can really receive, you know, it's like, this is, it's material, right? These are, these are, it's, it's pentacles. It's seven of pentacles, seven of coins, or eight, I'm sorry, eight of coins, eight of pentacles. And it's like the net harvest where we're bringing it all in and we're receiving. And, and when we do our work we 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 are we will reap the benefits of uh, any work that we do we're always harvesting we're always harvesting so we're always planting something we're always moving forward we're always in some level of that of, of that process just like the world is cycling around and it's you know summer spring or summer fall winter spring and then we come back into those cycles again in life we have those cycles as well sometimes we're sometimes we're planting sometimes we're 
watering and tending and sometimes we're harvesting and so this is really about harvesting and bringing in the harvest and looking and and seeing how, what our hard work in our life has produced and i think we've we've really touched on some of the hard things that can produce really wonderful things mm-hmm. i think this has been a great show really you don't drill down on things and i love that whole thing christine feel it to heal it i love that yeah. I mean, that's yeah. so important so when you hear somebody going off this week guys just say hey i see you i hear you and be that friend be that placeholder so they can um and ask them questions and and let them bring up their feelings and that's that's a great what a friendship that is that's a great connection yeah sometimes that's a quick tips yeah i was also thinking earlier i wanted to say along the lines of keeping safe is that we sometimes see our friends doing things and we can speak up we don't have to be silent if we see them doing something dangerous or if somebody's being bullied and they, you know, we can speak up for that person that's being bullied. We can use our voice to help others be safe. And I wanted to make that point. That's a great point. Yeah. Great let's point. not forget we, us, we're not, you know, we're bystanders here, but we can do something about yeah, that. We're, engage- we're engaging with others, but if we fail to correct someone when they're doing something that's that's not good, then we're, in a way, kind of being their enemy. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we have, we have a responsibility to speak up. Absolutely. And we can help them to become conscious of the choices that they're making, just to bring consciousness. Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah. Like, are, yeah. are you thinking about that? Like, what? And it's our own consciousness. A lot of times it's that consciousness. I had someone say to me once, too much self-reflection is not a good thing. But this person was... <laughs> was i could have used a little bit of reflection you know what what he you know what he was kind of doing in his life and i was like well no actually i base my life on self-reflection and so i have to look at it and we weren't we weren't compatible in that way but it was very fascinating when we bring our own reflection to ourselves and then we share that with others it's very helpful excellente the nice thing is is when you go out of your way and you're helping somebody that needs you you're shining light on the person that's Mm -hmm. not doing the right thing Mm-hmm. And sometimes that in itself is waking that person up. Hey, you got to feel it to heal it, Santa Barbara. The world, <laughs> God bless. Thank you for all the love in Frankfurt, Belgium, and London. God bless. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a bush with no breaks. I'm invincible.